0: When Donald Trump announced that he'll be doing a town hall with CNN in New Hampshire, there were groans from both sides of the political divide. To the conservatives, he will be walking into a lion's den and in danger of damaging himself further. To the leftists, Donald Trump remained their worst nightmare and any exposure given to him will be considered bad. What was the outcome and the aftermath of the town hall? Now very good day to all the listeners out there. Uh, welcome to another episode of Simon Says. We have Lyra here today.
1: Hello everyone.
0: And now, we're just thinking about what's happening around the world. I mean, what's interesting in the news media. And we just kept coming back to this CNN town hall, right? Yes. And I was quite eager to do this because I know in Malaysia, people will not usually get a balanced perspective. And I guess that's what we're trying to do, right? That's right. And of course, um, if you follow our show, you know that we are somewhat supportive of Donald Trump. Not... Uh, we're not into the personality cult or things like that, but just look at what happened two years after he stepped down, the whole world was in disarray. And so from that point of view, I I began to see people kind of whispering, you know, when Donald Trump was around, it was better, the bank was not crushing and things like that. Of course, nobody will come out in the daylight and say we support Donald Trump, especially in Malaysia, because the Republican Party and him, they have been demonized by the mainstream media. But I thought it was very, very interesting and that's what uh, we want to talk about. Uh, but before we get your initial take, because uh, I would like to hear that. I was just reading newspaper around Malaysia and of course, I, I don't think they are direct reporting they kind of get from AP or things like that. So here's one uh, headline from The Sun. It reads, Combative Trump appears on CNN Town Hall. Actually, it wasn't that bad, right, the, the headline?
1: No. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it sounds like he is full of spirit.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I saw it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't as dismissive. And they were like kind of, I, I just felt like generally they, they were coming to some sort of realizations. But before we get into all these things, maybe Lara, give us your initial take on the whole saga and, you know, all the analysis after that.
1: No, I think before the show, we were just talking about, uh, I mean, I haven't really read into that part, but I felt it was so interesting that CNN of all (laughs) the news network, they would invite Donald Trump. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it was really interesting. I mean, and we're going to talk about why the network director decided to invite him. But uh, I was just doing some comparative studies between Mm. what the mainstream media will be saying, as well as what the... Alternative media will be saying. Of mm-hmm. course, alternative media will be like cheering in on and stuff like that. But what's interesting is because when you have watched the video yeah. and when you read articles, it just gives you like a different kind of perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this one is from the New York Times. And yeah. we know that they are very, very liberal. <laughs> so the headlines reads Five Takeaways from Trump's Unruly CNN Town Hall. So they started off with- Unruly. Yeah. They started off with Donald Trump is still Donald Trump. Then I was thinking, what, what do you mean? I mean,
0: yeah. So, so is, is that a positive, you think?
1: I, I felt like it was a bit of sarcastic note. Backhanded compliment. Yeah. yeah, indeed. And then it was really the part where they just started off by saying this, Trump won't let go of his lies about 2020 or January 6th. Mm-hmm. And then you begin to see a lot of hypocrisy that comes out of this whole CNN supporters that they were saying, why did he have to like continue on and on about the election, the stolen election, the lies. Mm-hmm. And hello, if you watch the video in full, not out of context, you know that he's actually been asked on and on and on mm-hmm. about January 6th. Yep, yep. And and then it was so so interesting that because like the New York Times, they just say, oh, he came with this arm, um, he came armed with this whole bunch of lies and just saying mm-hmm. that this is that. But in fact, he actually just showed proof. Yep. So I think the audience would just have to be wise. You can't mistaken, like fear for wisdom. I think that's really something that when, when you read about this whole thing, I think that's the whole theme that really just comes back to me. Mm. And I felt it was so interesting that it really gives a fresh, mm. fresh take to this whole news cycle.
0: Yeah, Lara, just listening to, to you, I was reminded, you know, we always say these days there's a lot of uh, very very inaccurate and biased reporting because people just kind of use very selective quote and of course we know that it is very rampant in malaysia people will say oh i didn't say that and then later you just show the whole video and even then they will say you know people will just say oh that that person is not me yeah i've been misquoted you know those kind of things but unfortunately i think we have come to the stage where we just have to kind of catch people mm. and so by the way, for this uh, whole episode of, uh, of the Town Hall, you can see the whole entire episode uh, YouTube anyway. So you can, I, I encourage everyone to, to go there. And it is, I mean, to me, it's kind of like entertainment because you, you see the mainstream media being bashed and put to their places because they are the ones that have been telling all kinds of lies. So watch the entire show, make your own mind who is right and who is wrong. And, but later on, we're just going to show you some clips to give you a, a gist of that. <laughs> now of course CNN Donald Trump always called them fake news network yep. and now you you kind of mentioned people were surprised why CNN right yeah and so this was from Guardian uh, a day later and they said CNN uh, CNN why, why did why did they uh, allow him okay yeah. CNN said it was hosting Trump because he is a clear front runner of the Republican nomination to face Joe Biden next year so I, I don't know I mean we can say backhanded compliment but increasingly it looks like the lefties the the democrat they are coming to an awareness almost an acceptance that donald trump is not going away yeah and like it or not they had to face him again
1: yeah that he is a force to be reckoned with
0: yeah I- I- indeed and of course the months the weeks leading up to this uh, town hall uh, he just kind of expanded his lead within he, the Republican, like his closest challenger, the yet undeclared uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. I think now he, he was leading like 50 plus percent to 20 plus percent. It's like getting wider and wider. I remember at the beginning of December, DeSantis was the front-runner. Yeah, it, It's shocking. After indictment, after the you know recently there was a civil suit case where something happened 30 years ago in this town hall all the things people thought would damage him and yet the poll kept improving what what does what do you think why do you think it is like that
1: well i think one it really just goes to show that the people are coming to an awareness mm-hmm. i mean not just the leftists not just the democrats i think increasingly people are getting frustrated especially when the with like collapse of three major banks in Mm. the United States, then we are sending more and more funds to Ukraine. And I mean, all these sort of things, the hardship, I think really just cause suddenly your brain (laughs) starts functioning again.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's a bit like what we discussed in the Tucker episode, right? Eventually people still want the truth. Mm. And you know we always talk about matrix and the analogy. At some point, people will want uh, the red pill. They will want the truth, and and that's what we are hoping. People who watch the podcast, YouTube, or or, or however you you consume this, you will really take the time to to differentiate the the truth from the untruth. Yep. You know, if we can use that word. Now, before we we show you some clips, uh, just talking about the show itself. The rating was actually a smashing success. Three point three million viewers. That's higher than any of the forks. Program after Tucker left, and very important, seven hundred eighty thousand, and this is a very critical demographic: twenty five years old to forty five years old. Why they are considered the most influential, the most affluent, probably with the most um, uh, you, you know, they they have children probably in high school, university, so so they have that that kind of uh, just uh a higher degree of influence, I would say. So, so they always watch this demographic. And so, I, I mean, you look at that, it's considered a corporate win, right, for yep. CNN. And yet, later on, there was reporting a lot of their stuff. They, they basically become unhinged, right? And I mean, we can spend one entire episode on that, but more on that later on.
1: I mean, it just reminds me of the episode where the Twitter employees had a meltdown when Elon yeah, yeah. Musk it, took it's over. it's the same.
0: It, it's very, very similar. Um. Um, but, but maybe I just kind of quote from the CEO of CNN, okay, Chris Leach, okay, and he was just saying that um, you, you know, despite all the criticism from internal, he said, "Look, covering Trump will continue to be messy and tricky. Well, messy and tricky for them, <laughs> but not for everyone else. Yep. But it is our job. Adding America was served very well by what we did last night. Yeah, I, I agree." But then Brian Stelter, who, who was from CNN, he commented, many CNN employees strongly disagree. I mean, you are a news media, you cannot take an opposing, opposing view. Then what kind of media are you? So it, I think it just shows uh, the lousiness and uh, the bias, they always claim they were not biased, but this time I, I think they just fully manifest, but we will talk about that a bit yep. later. Okay, I think now we want to show some clips Short clips. Again, we encourage all listeners and viewers go and watch the entire thing. It's very very entertaining, and it will give you really a perspective how the mainstream media are behaving. and, and the crowd there, they knew, they were cheering for the right right person. But anyway, let's look at clip number one first, and then we'll look at clip number two. Okay, play clip one.
2: I was negotiating. With NARA, do you know what NARA is? The National Archives. Extremely extremely left group of people. Extremely left. And I was negotiating with They're them. All left. of a sudden they partisan. raided my house. They didn't raid the house of Joe Biden. They didn't raid Obama. But Joe Biden didn't ignore a subpoena to get those documents back like Joe you Biden did. And took so that's 1850 the question. Boxes. But that's the question that investigators have, I think, is why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's do the answer? Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the okay, question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to You are a nasty person. I'll tell you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are a nasty person. And, and people will, will kind of hear that and say, oh, that's why Trump is very, very bad. But I mean, my first reaction when I saw this was just how rude she was. Yeah, She indeed. was like, she kept... Interrupting and actually, immediately after, uh, I mean, doing the live town hall, you know, Twitter was just kind of running a bus, and most of them were were slamming Caitlin because they were like, hey, you're supposed to be a moderator, you're supposed to be someone asking questions, but you're like interjecting all the time
1: interrogating him.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, but again, you, you look at the, the whole demeanor of Trump and of course, for those who are not uh, aware, Trump was talking about the time when certain documents were seized from his uh, residence and the National Archives say he kept classified information. I mean, that doesn't matter the fact that the president could declassify anything during his term anytime he wants. So, he said he was negotiating and all of a sudden they show up. Yeah. So but they don't do that with the Democrat president. They don't do that with other people because again he was a threat. And they somehow want to paint the whole picture and I think it's the same thing. They they want to paint especially to the to the neutral because you know in every election the Democrats have their gang, Republicans have their gang, but then you have you have a large percentage of the undecided in-betweens. the independent we're just talking about in Malaysia, right? The independent are becoming going to be the largest voting segment. So it's so important that you, you go and persuade them. Mm. So they were hoping that by creating an impression that he was a damaged goods, you know, people would not wouldn't vote. But you see, the polling kept going up. So I, I think what you say was correct that people are getting smarter. People can discern already that the bullshit that is around. You know, after a few years of hardship oh, the bullshit detector is kind of being sharpened.
1: But then you still get a group of people, like the liberals, yep. that they, they will just say, well, well, you say that there were cheers, which is true. I mean, you can hear it from the crowd, mm-hmm. but then they will, the argument would be the cheers actually just reveal the current psyche of the Republican base. Basically, they were eager for confrontation. But hello, you have been attacked by someone who is supposed to be a moderator mm-hmm. and you're just stating the truth. So, what's wrong with that?
0: Yeah, and and what's wrong with Donald Trump fighting back? Because I I, I think that's why his base supported him, because he was willing to stand up to them, not like many, many politicians, whether in US or in Malaysia. I mean, in Malaysia, we always have politicians who will say they will fight for us, but then when the first challenge comes, they will just say, oh, actually, I was misquoted or whatever. (laughs) And, And that's why people are kind of frustrated and... When you reach that kind of situation, they'll be like, either party is useless. You, you mm. see that sense in Australia, in UK. Yep. But in US, they have this person who is like a wrecking ball that energizes the whole political sphere. So it's very interesting. Um, yeah, I, I mean, people kind of cheer him and didn't boo him when he kind of tore her off, right? Yeah. <laughs> well... I, I don't know i mean it's a how, how do you turn it into a positive for the moderator all right maybe let's look at the second clip and secondly it's interesting because okay let, let's play and I then we think we'll
1: that's we'll... one of my favorite clip
0: <laughs> okay play clip two
2: I was fund- by a crazy woman named nancy but Pelosi, the question here the is would you give ukraine weapons and funding if you were i funded? would sit down let, let me just put it a nicer way uh if i'm president i will have that war settled in one day 24 hours how would you settle that war in one day? Because I'll meet with Putin, I'll meet with Zelensky. They both have weaknesses and they both have strengths. And within 24 hours, that war will be settled. It'll be over. It'll be absolutely Do you over. want Ukraine to win this war? Uh, I don't think in terms of winning and losing. I think in terms of getting it settled so we stop killing all these people and breaking down this country. Is
0: quite a bit of cheer from the crowd. And now, of course, this is nothing new. He has said it a few times already that he could settle the war in one day. And I, I know a lot of people will be like, you know, this is the, the king or bullshit and things like that. But what's your what's your take on this?
1: No, I, I think it was so amazing that because what he stated, basically it's really like raising a fist to the mm. globalists. Yep. Because the, I mean, I mean, in the last episode, we talked about Uniparty and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So basically, you have this large base of rhino, Republican name only, that really just wanted to support on and on the Ukraine Mm. war, but for what purposes? So the fact that he actually stated the truth, that actually I don't think of it as winning. I mean, I just want to stop this whole thing and I just want to get it settled. That really shows a quality of the leadership that you Mm. really want in a country. And that really shows that he has that heart for American. So yep. I, I think that was really, I mean, I, I will give my hats off for him. I mean, that's really, honestly, one of my favorite <laughs> clips within the video.
0: Yeah, and one of the things really, and I think it's, this is an important point for those of us in, in Asia and outside America. People always say, look, America have been like, you know, sort of one to uh, change regime, change governments, you know, in Latin America, in, in Central Asia. You know, over the years, there have been interfering with military, political, financial pressure. But here come Trump who doesn't want to do all these things and he'll, he'll be like, it's not in the interest of America, you know, it's not in, in America's interest to do all these things, but we, we want everyone to live in peace. And in his, in his four years, not a single war was declared.
1: Yeah, and remember the part where he really just like decisively pulled out from Paris Climate yeah. Accord? Mm-hmm. And people thought, what are you doing and stuff like that and really just proved to be yeah. a scam.
0: Exactly, exactly. So so he was really going against the, the whole globalist and so, so at that time, of course, people can still say, oh, that's way back. But now we're in a very different climate, a very uh, oppressive economic climate and even people are saying, look, America doesn't even have enough money for their own domestic development. Why do you want to spend billions outside hmm. for a war that has very little interest? That's why I I like really like the statement. I don't think in terms of winning or or, or losing because that's not my issue. My issue is I, I don't want the killing to continue. I I don't want the trade embargo. I don't want the the whole supply and demand that is causing price soaring all around the world because that that has impact over the current economy also.
1: Yeah, but and it also just goes to show how CNN. they was just so willing for him to take a fall. Mm-hmm. I mean, just waiting for him to make the wrong yeah. move, and then mm. to see if he's really like friends or Putin.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it's getting a bit stale and old. I mean, it's like they haven't learned anything at all. You know, remember 2016, they tried to say he he's a Russian agent, Russian spy. It's a so beyond ridiculous when you look at what he's doing. He's not friends. I, I mean, he he respects strength, but he's always looking at the interests of his own nation. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just find it very interesting that they are recycling the old points and yet people are falling into that. So, so that's why we, we we need to we need to make sure we don't fall into this kind of cycle.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Alright, so we're gonna finish off now by talking about the aftermath, okay? And and of course, after that, I mean just so many interesting developments. And in fact, so many people, even his own supporter initially was very skeptical, you know, and he was like. I think he, he was posting on truth social he say maybe it will be a disaster i don't know it, <laughs> yeah. you know he was like kind <laughs> so of playing around and, for him and but him. you look at his performance he is so uh, i mean he was like if anything he was he he is going to be very well prepared to fight anything that the other side is going to throw at him because they they're going to throw everything ethical or unethical look look at all the barrage of legal cases which is just ridiculous, but I believe eventually he will prevail in his appeal. Mm. But it's, it's very vexing to see the two-tier justice system that is happening right now. But what are some of the response that you have been, I mean, what, what did you enjoy reading? You know, I mean, there's so many, I, I have chosen some, but you have found anything?
1: Yeah, like AOC. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, AOC, that was one of my favorite ones. You want to read what she say?
1: No, she basically just say CNN should be ashamed of themselves. It's yeah. <laughs> <like> but why? <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, she was just basically just saying that. I mean, why?
0: Because they couldn't handle him. Yeah. Or is it? Oh, I mean, actually, okay, maybe let's read what AOC say. Okay. Yep. The CNN should be ashamed of themselves. AOC tweeted, they have lost total control of this town hall to again be manipulated into platforming uh, election disinformation defenses of January 6th and public attack on sexual abuse victim. The audience is cheering him and laughing at the host. I mean, it's like all all these things they try to manufacture against him and you can see the audience are not buying it. Mm. And and you can see the general public are not buying it through the polling uh, data. But I was just trying to read into what she said. It seems like there is a degree of resignation kind of thing. It's like, oh my, oh man, Trump is coming back again and he's as strong as ever. We, we couldn't really contain I, I felt like that was the, the underlying message. Mm. It, it's like I, I don't think any moderator could have handled him. Yep. Because he was determined not to give face to them. And, and I don't think I, I don't care how good you are, he will just tell them off.
1: Yeah, but something about him sort of changed, don't mm. you think?
0: He, he is not... Uh, it's like you couldn't really trigger him as yeah. much. I, I felt that...
1: I, there's a different sense of maturity.
0: Mm.
1: I, I really felt like it was so well behaved. Mm. It was so well thought of and yep, how yep. he was going to make, make that sort of comeback.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I think then, of course, you can you can look at what CN, CN even did, like a whole panel response and... And I mean, they say many, many things. You know, from uh, I think you already mentioned some of the points in New York, New York Times. So one of them says something uh, which is very interesting, and it's almost like an involuntary statement. <laughs> and the statement is, "Trump is as strong as ever." And I I think slowly but surely they're coming to a realization that we are seeing a version 2.0, which is even more powerful than 2016. And um, so I think this all kind of tie in with what Tucker Carlson said, right? And you know, right after he was fired, we did one episode on that. I'm, I'm just going to read one quote and, and then I think we're, we're going to wrap up already. And he said this, you know, when you talk about certain things cannot be said, cannot be discussed. And he said, and people want the truth. And this is why he said, the people in charge, the globalists, etc., they know this. That's why they are hysterical. They are aggressive. They are afraid. They've given up persuasion, so that's what we saw, right? They don't even want to talk about it. They just want to cut in, cut in until he has to tell, you know, tell tell her off. And they are resorting to force, but it will, it won't work. Why it won't work is because people will become smarter. Hmm. People will find out the truth for themselves. And I, I think we see a bit a, a glimpse of that in the town hall. Do you yeah, feel?
1: I do. And I mean, I really, really just like what Donald Trump himself, what hmm. he posted in on Truth social media that he basically like literally stayed out the gist of this, that it says the radical left screamed, take it down, take it down during the show because they saw that I was making so many important points mm-hmm. on the border. Too late. <laughs> yeah, energy independence, the Afghanistan catastrophe, in- inflation, the economy, Russia, Ukraine, and so much more. So it really just goes back to what you were saying just now mm. that the left wouldn't want to hear all this thing. I mean, they they knew that they weren't going to win yep. on this war of persuasion might as well just like shut up.
0: A very interesting point you made here because those are all the important policy points, but Caitlin was not asking him all these things, but he managed to weave it in anyway. <laughs> yeah. And it's like that, that uh, I mean, he really came with a strategy and you know, just think about sports game, you know, sometimes you have matchup and, and sometimes you see a team totally underperform. It's because they didn't come with the right plan. I think Donald Trump came with the right plan today. He wanted to present the right policy, but at the same time, he wanted to show how unhinged they are. And I think he achieved both points in the town hall.
1: I mean, it's really like a free point, free run on the presidential campaign and <laughs> pre-presidential campaign.
0: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, for those of you, uh, I really encourage you to go and watch the whole thing. Maybe we can find a link and put it in our description.
1: Yeah, maybe. I, I think we yeah, It's not
0: that long. And yeah, so go have it. And this is just kind of our take on the international news this week so until next time yep. bye bye for bye now
1: bye